guys, and welcome back to another ESL podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. And what we're going to be doing, we're going to be talking about, oh, yes, indeed, again, the benefits of urbanization. The benefits. Now, you've already heard me explain in the last podcast in regards to the, 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 the negative aspect of, obviously, um, urbanization and having these overpopulated cities. But now we have to look at the good example of that now because the audio and everything is good we don't have to worry about the crazy zoom thing but i'm just gonna go through with this and i'm just gonna play this bad boy all the way through for you guys so guys time to get your seat the benefits of urbanization one gotta lower it in 1950 the percentage of the world's population living in urban areas was 30 percent by 2014, the figure had increased to 54%, and it is predicted that by 2050, two-thirds of us will be living in cities. World Urbanization Prospects, 2014. This means that in just 100 years, the number of urban dwellers will have more than doubled. The overwhelming majority of this urbanization is expected to occur in Asia and Africa, as people migrate to find work, housing, and gain improved access to health care and education. London went from a population of 1 million to 8 million in over a century. Some Asian cities have done so in 50 years or less. While many are concerned that this surge in urban populations will lead to housing shortages and increased competition for employment, there are arguably many significant benefits in terms of development. In fact, history has shown that notable developments in a country cannot take place without urbanization. This essay will therefore argue that urbanization in developing countries should be actively encouraged. 2. Perhaps the biggest benefit of urbanization is a growth in productivity. Rosenthal and Strange, 2004, estimated that cities can increase productivity by approximately 3 to 8 percent if they doubled their population size, a significant number. This increase arises through economies of scale, as the growth in labor in the city allows firms to produce more output while their fixed costs remain largely the same. Essentially, more products are made with fewer resources. Transportation is also a key factor, as firms are able to connect more easily and cheaply with each other when they are concentrated in clusters. These agglomeration economies, as they are known, are catalysts of economic growth. Asian cities, for example, generate about 75% of a country's GDP, and urban productivity surpasses 5.5 times the rural economy. The Asia Foundation, 2016. Three, another benefit of urbanization is, perhaps surprisingly, related to the environment. While this may seem counterintuitive, urban life is actually more environmentally friendly than rural life. Urban dwellers use notably less energy and fewer resources than those who live in rural areas. Buildings require less electrical heating than those in more remote places due to typically higher temperatures in urban areas, and buildings which lock those temperatures in. Utility services can be offered more easily and affordably as people live in close proximity to each other. Similarly, public transportation is more viable in urban areas. It can be provided at a lower cost to a larger number of people 
and is more sustainable than private transportation. Public transportation has been proven to use less fuel for every passenger kilometer compared to private transportation. Chester et al., 2010. The more public transportation is used, the smaller a city's carbon footprint. In addition to this, when urban dwellers live close to their workplace and other important facilities, including schools, hospitals, and shops, there is a greater tendency towards the use of non-polluting forms of transportation, such as bicycles. This contributes to the reduction of a city's carbon footprint even further, as well as the reduction of traffic congestion. 4. The final key advantage of urbanization is an increase in innovation. Areas of high density are known to inspire residents, entrepreneurs, and businesses to innovate more as they strive to enhance urban life. This includes local residents who work together to create better spaces for themselves and their communities, often regenerating neglected areas. Entrepreneurs look to invest in new technological innovations that create a greener environment by reducing carbon emissions, improve air quality, or develop more advanced, eco-friendly transportation systems. People within businesses innovate to improve systems or create new products with a view to both improving people's lives and making a larger profit. The sharing economy is one example of innovation that can be profitable and beneficial to people's lives and the environment. There are now companies which encourage people to share homes when they are not using them, share cars so they do not have to own one, and donate unwanted goods to those in need of them. Some local governments have schemes that allow private individuals and or companies to use their facilities when empty, e.g. a school gym to reduce spare capacity as much as possible. 5. To conclude, while urbanization in substantial numbers may bring challenges, it also provides significant opportunities. Increased productivity, greater innovation, and the ability to reduce our impact on the environment are three such cases in point. As no country has ever reached middle or high income status without urbanization, it is evident that urbanization must be encouraged to allow developing countries the opportunity to derive the same benefits as developed countries, i.e., an improved standard of living. Urbanization results in progress and a decrease in poverty levels. Global wow. Monitoring Report 2013. Wow. Through higher productivity, people will receive higher wages and housing will become more affordable. Governments will be able to collect more taxation and therefore afford to provide better education and health care. Social mobility will increase for all, something that no one can deny is a desirable goal. In a perfect situation, I'm going to give it to you guys like this, okay? Increase in tax, education. Listen, Thai education, government schools are so backwards here in Thailand. Do they have the ability? Guys, I don't know. If I look at it from this perspective, like he was saying, those benefits are just phenomenal, okay? However, okay, let's just focus on the cost of living. There are condos going up everywhere. And I'm like, guys, you're building condos right now in a pandemic where there are going to be no people in that condo. So you're going to have to reduce the amount of price. You know, I realized that my condo, I'm paying $400 a month. That's a little bit on the, that's a middle class, okay? That's a middle class uh, price. And I saw downstairs that, there are one bedrooms here 
for only $300. And so come this December, I'm going to say, uh, well, depending on where I am in the world, who knows what's going to be happening by then. But I'm going to say, hey, man, uh, there's some other places in here that are at a cool 9000 You know, uh, I'm not trying to be, you know, stingy or anything. You've been a phenomenal landlord. But God, the prices are going to completely fall flat right now. Guys, there are sales everywhere right now during this pandemic. And again, you guys are listening to this probably, what, two, three weeks out. You know, so who knows what's going to be happening in Thailand or around the world uh, by that time. But just to give you guys a little bit of perspective, man, everywhere I went, oh, buy one, get one. McDonald's, buy one, get one. Texas Chicken, buy one, get one. Store, buy one, get one. Everything is buy one, get one. Everything's on sale because they're trying to encourage shoppers to pump more money into the economy. People are only buying food right now. They're buying nothing else. So if we look at it from that perspective, fantastic taxes, that'll be great. But these, they, they have to ensure that this money is going into, the, in, into perfect hands. Now, if we look at how South African airlines had completely fallen apart because of this pandemic, I know it's a little bit off urbanization, but the government was not going to help them because they just didn't have the money. Thailand is one of the richest countries on the planet. But the problem is they just keep the money in the pockets of people that shouldn't have the money. So when the pandemic happened, I was like, oh, Thailand is going to be perfectly fine. They got trillions of dollars. So there was one person, okay, here you go, one trillion. Okay, here we go, 500 billion, 500 billion, 200 billion, 500 billion. I'm like, dude, I knew this country was filthy rich, beyond rich. They have all the money in the world. Wasn't it that in one fiscal year in 2016, Thailand had made 6.6 .6 trillion US dollar. I'm pretty sure it wasn't bought. I'm almost absolutely certain it wasn't bought. 6.6 .6 trillion USD in one fiscal year. Come on now. You think it now, again, I don't know where that money's come, going, but now it's coming out of those pockets. And now they're like, damn, we've got to start paying this. Okay, let's go to these offshore, offshore, you know, bank accounts, get all this money out and pump it back into the economy. That's all you fools had to do to begin with. So now let's see what starts happening. Because again, will small businesses survive? I don't know. He was talking about transportation and how people would use transportation before. Um, you know, before this pandemic, probably at the beginning of January, last December, I remember I was going, you know, went over here for Thanksgiving dinner, New Year's, you know, drinking, sipping these margaritas, having a great time, building bonds and stuff. People would go out, people would eat. It was just amazing times in general. Um, and uh, people weren't afraid to pay those bucks because they would literally get off work and there would be a bar over here and they would just go get a drink or go have some dinner or go do this, go do that. It was just a beautiful time. It reminded me, reminds me so much of Melbourne and Sydney, Australia, in a sense, because that's what they like to do out there. But now that money's not being pumped into those small businesses anymore. I would ask some of the gym mates that I would go to the gym with at the beginning of this year, probably in January or beginning of March was the last time I think I went there. Um, and I was like, hey, so where do you live? Oh, I live right around the corner. I said, you live in this area? And to live in that area, you have to pay a substantial amount of money because that is the super business district. I'm like, where do you live? Oh, I live at that condo V. I'm like, oh my God, where do you live? Ashton. I said, oh my God, Ashton is literally $1 million for one condo. And again, $1 million here in Thailand is like 30 million in America. That's how beautiful these condos are. But in saying that,
public transportation, it's going up significantly. Within the next, what? In the next month, as a matter of fact, they're going to be opening up a BTS that goes all the way to the tip of town, to, uh, to the, the northern airport. And so for me to go to immigration, I no longer have to take a van. I can go straight to this specific train station that I take literally from right here. And it's probably like, I don't know, like 20 miles away. It's crazy. So it'll take probably a, a you know, a solid hour to get there. Uh, and then from there, just take either a grab bike for $1 or a taxi for about a couple dollars and get to that place. They're opening it up. But are people going to come back and start working as usual? I just don't see that happening. It could take upwards to a year. They're not going to open up this city until July. We've got a long way to go. Okay, this might be the first or second week when you guys are listening to this of May, but guys, I mean, we still got, you know, and they don't want to open it up because they want to make sure. And I'm like, guys, the only threat is the outside. You can't just let everyone in. And if you do, they have to be in quarantine, you know? So again, transportation's going up, but the problem is, is how stubborn Thai people are. They love to drive their cars. They say it's more convenient. And I'm like, there's no way it's more convenient. I'm going to give you an example. This is a train station not too far away from here, probably about a couple miles, three miles away. Let's say about three miles away, right? About halfway uh, to my job. It's called Yek Phai Chai. One of my banking executives who I used to teach before, train before, he lives there. And I'm like, dude, just take the train. He's like, no. I remember one time I said that to another woman and, you know, this other lady hit me on the shoulder. She's like, no, because, you know, their status. And I'm like, fuck a status. Take the train. Be a man. Be a woman. I don't give a fuck. Really? And I'm like, dude, do you know that train station is open? It'll take you four minutes to get to the interchange. And it'll only take you like 16 minutes from there to get to the street. I said, how long does it take to drive there? He says, one and a half to two and a half hours. I said, dude, it's only about 12, 10 to 12 kilometers away, six to eight miles away, and it takes you an hour and a half to two hours to drive there because the traffic is horrendous. But because his status and because he's so stubborn, like a lot of people who want to show their wealth, he drives to work. And this is one of the big problems. You build public transportation like Las Vegas. Las Vegas has the worst public transportation, okay? On one street called Owens, it would take every hour the bus comes. Every hour. That's how bad it is. To go only seven miles, we're talking like 13 kilometers, it would take an hour and about 10 minutes. Very similar to Thailand, to be honest with you, because right up the street, I think it's what? I don't know, six, no, probably about 10 kilometers, about nine kilometers, 10 kilometers. It could take, well, it depends. It depends. Uh, but the train, it reduces 45 minutes to six minutes. And so it's all about getting to that interchange, which is just right over the bridge. And then from there, when I get off, it's all about just taking a bus right into that shopping place. Of course, that's not going to be happening until July. But you guys understand, when we look at urbanization in general, a lot of us, we could look at it from a very negative aspect and how it's detrimental and how it's really bad for the environment. But as you guys heard, at the scale of the population, obviously there's so much and people are living on top of each other. But guess what? Areas of high density, they're known to inspire residents and entrepreneurs 
and you know and having that enhanced urban life guys you have no idea how amazing it is remember i went i was staying at the g tower don't stay there anymore by the way don't stay there it's in malaysia kuala lumpur and klcc and the first time i stayed there was 2016 the second time i stayed there i believe was 2018 and when i stayed there 2018 i did not like it whatsoever and so while i was staying there i loved the fact that what was so great about this place was the high level thinkers and the level of consciousness and the scale that they were at i would go to the bar at the rooftop and there was a guy in a blazer you know real clean cut you know middle eastern guys like hey you know he would sit me down and i got some margaritas some margarita pizza and i heard these people just having a blast about four people just speaking and they're drinking and they're just having the most wonderful time and they're talking about so now that you're rich and da, 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 da. ultra successful people see living in that type of enhanced urban life can inspire people like me they don't even know that they inspired me that night but they did it inspires entrepreneurs see being around people who have phenomenal jobs and being around people who are high level thinkers that enhances people and that could better the situation that's happening in rural areas depending on where the heart and the intent of the people is does that make sense so with that being said guys oh my god there are so many other benefits i would love to hear some of the benefits in your city wherever you are and what you think and your opinion is about urbanization make sure you join the conversation with that being said guys stay tuned for more i'm your host as always over and out